Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for, for real? real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. We okay. are doing the original Oof. 1991 Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, Lori Petty, Gary Busey, that wonderful. Guy from Scrubs. The, yeah, the doctor. Dr. Yeah. Cox is what I think Dr. I had Cox, him. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Cox, yeah. I called him um, Dr. Scrubs the whole time. And I think have, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a very, speaking of both movies, we have a very uh, special uh, guest introer, uh, one Bronwyn R that is going to be introing. So take it away, Bronwyn R. 100% pure adrenaline. That's right. That's Bodie's quote from the 1991 original Point Break. And you know who acted that out pretty livelily? Was Phil when he came to visit Katie and I in Panama. And we took him to rent out Cena Cafe, which, if you can imagine, was just bean bags. And you rented a um, movie and you could get popcorn and you got the whole room to yourself. So we did that with the 1991 version. And then... Turns out the 2015 version was coming out. And you know what they said in that one? The only law that matters is gravity. Which is actually a little bit ridiculous because that one really should have just been like a, um, I don't know, like a, a ski video or something. It was literally just people riding waves and doing cool stuff. All that to say, I really feel like you guys need to do Point Break because I'm pretty obsessed with Bodie and Johnny Utah and mostly my relationship to the movie, which is that we watched it twice in Cena Cafe in Panama. All right. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> yeah. So we we took Bronwyn, me and Phil, running out a, a, a video room in Cena Cafe. And we, I mean, it was a dream. We basically just stood awesome. up and we were silhouettes <laughs> the entire time. Um, I can't even imagine. Anyway, I, I couldn't be more excited know. about this. Keanu, Keanu, he's back again. Um, this is his second, his second film on the pod after Speed, right? Yeah. No other yes. Keanu films. Um, yes. Should we do our levels? <laughs> I forgot about all that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I can go first. You yeah. know, it's uh, as Bronwyn mentioned. I have reenacted this in a uh, cinema down in Panama, but uh, so I was thinking of that when I was. Yeah, thinking of my level. Mine, mine will be just give me two, you know. Hey, Utah, give me two. Yeah. Um, just I had a job where we used to just shout that at each other all the time. Uh, I've always sort of had a thing for this movie. I've seen it a ton, a ton, ton. Um, and I've always enjoyed it. And I'll, I'll get into some of those reasons. But yeah, I'm, I'm well acquainted with this movie. I'm so glad we're finally doing this oh, so you guys yes. can stop talking about it. <laughs> no, see, that's that's <laughs> how we've tricked you. It. It'll just make us stronger. <laughs> I can do my level, which is I'm going to I'm going to say my level is proxy because oh. I thought I'd seen this movie. But in fact, I think I thought I'd seen it just by being in people <laughs> in your proxy. Um, and perhaps I was it was on in the background mm -hmm. several events that I probably attended at either of your homes. Sounds about um, right. And so I, after not really thinking about this movie or wondering about this movie or worrying about this movie, I think for the last however many years we've been friends, which is like maybe eight years or nine years, 
uh, this movie has been a part of my life in the background. Um, and I thought it was about something completely different, like <laughs> completely different. I was shocked and surprised that there were bank robbers in this movie. Can't wait to talk about it, man. Um, I'm tempted. I am tempted to make my level, uh, Philip S, <laughs> but I mean, only because we've like, we've we've reenacted this so many times in so many different ways uh none of it was asked for and all of it was un- <laughs> unconsensual <laughs> um at peaceworker retreats and um and like panama and all of that um uh so that's like a that's a half level but we'll get into that more i think i'm going to make my level like a switchblade on a leash <laughs> um sure because I was watching this movie and I was, I, I, I can't remember not having watched this movie. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I don't know how, cause it's like quite violent and I don't know <laughs> yes. if I watched it, but the like squibs even squibs they use are whoa, crazy. Very even, violent. Yeah. And even as a kid, like I remember the gross part. So I think, I think we owned it. I don't know, but we would just watch it to get like pumped up. And I have all mm-hmm. these other, it's like a very Aspen extreme style for me too. Um, but I think from this movie comes my habit, like my pathological habit of when I'm surfing, apologizing to everyone around me all the time. Like, I'm just like, hey, uh, I'm in yeah. your way. Am I in your way? Are you okay? Like, is this your spot? I don't, I, I can go to the mountains. I don't care. Like, I don't have to be Cause you think today. you're going to get beat up yeah. by the showers. Punched and yes. have your uh, leash cut with yeah, a po- like, pocket knife. I think this taught me just like how insane, like the portrayal of insane territorial surfers. And I just like, uh, just totally swallowed that. And that's what I take out with me <laughs> surfing. Um, but I love this movie and cannot count the amount of times I've seen it. And I enjoy it more every time I watch it. So yeah, mm. let's dive in <laughs> you guys. Let's yeah. paddle um, out. Let's paddle out. Do we think but- this movie is a, is a row spow throw throw? What's the throw? Thrill? <laughs> Thriller, um, thriller. Oh my God, Rosto, Rospo, Drothro. Yeah, or maybe Rospo, Dro, Acto, action. I don't know. Yeah. It's got a lot of things in it. It's got a lot. There's the crime, Ro, you know. Are there's th- Spo. There's some Co. There's Vo. Oh, for violence. You know, I might call it a Ro Rospo. Double um, row. Romance, yeah. robbery, and oh. sport. It's a Ro Rospo. Ro Rospo. It All is right. a underrepresented genre that I think you're right about. Yeah. I think yeah. you're about uh, rowing your arms on a surfboard, but that shows how much I surf. Very important. And it's <laughs> yeah. the hardest part of surfing. Also, yeah. I'd like to point out that I can see the ocean from my home and I am the only one of us that does not surf. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> But funny. I do have a great appreciation for surfing culture and yeah. surfers. Um, all right. So yeah, we get this... Uh, opening credits going and we getting kind of like I said I wrote juicy fruit gum commercial there was like a lot of dramatic it was juicy yeah juicy gum chewing which is a Slash thing free willy too right I mean yeah yeah definitely it was just I feel like almost sexual the way they yes. <laughs> videotape these waves so and sexual. action yeah. and yeah totally and this is how I know I'm from Baltimore because I wrote Johnny E-U-T-A-W. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And then yeah. I turned to my couch mate Utah. and I was like, yeah, Johnny Utah, right? Utah. That's, oh my God. But that's not right. That's so funny. Also, can we just talk about that name for a second? It is, what is that name? It's like, it's, could you be mm, any more Johnny Utah? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they basically modeled it after Joe Montana, but yeah. then sort of made it 
that's so funny. They truly yeah. did. And they just swapped out of state for his last Which, name. We had a guy in college that I played soccer with who spoke like uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and so his nickname became Johnny Utah. Nice. Um, yeah, it was very, very oh, fitting. Before we get so too good. much into it, I do want to say the German title. Oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it's Gefahrlich Brandung, which is Dangerous Breaks. Oh, Ooh. yeah, totally. I like Which it. I almost think is a better name than just Point Break. Um, yeah. I mean, a Point Break. Phil, you and I surfed a Point Break in Panama. I think it's supposed to be like a surfing reference and then like your breaking point. I, I mean, the break part I like. It's just that Point Break... Point I don't break. know. It makes you feel like, like you're it. at like I, a like okay. a lighthouse. I love it. <laughs> point break. Like it's you know, like point lookout. Anyway. I think you're supposed to think of breaking point and point break, but maybe not. Maybe, yeah. Because he does say it. He d- I don't know if the Caviola household. Oh, oh we clapped. <laughs> I, I drank. I drank. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I clapped. I clapped a lot. Well, we we open up to a rainy Hogan's Alley at Quantico, which I used to work at, which is kind of exciting. That red haired uh, cardboard cutout woman was not there at the time. Um, But (laughs) uh, yeah, so I always thought I always thought the mixture of like FBI, like Quantico footage and like LA Pacific. Yeah. So footage was pretty rad as a kid. Like, yeah, that might be why I worked at Quantico, <laughs> which <laughs> come to this, think of it. This wasn't Nora's official question, but she did ask it. And it was, how does one become an FBI agent? Are there tryouts? I know there um, are tryouts. Yes. <laughs> he was apply. having tryouts kind of, he got a hundred percent. You know, um, there are there, like, when I was there, it used to be like a 16 week training program and there was all kinds of things. I, he would not really be alone. You'd be doing it with your like training class. You are if you're that good. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just but- gonna say it. Keanu Reeves is a, is terrible, but but <laughs> wonderful, and he's so cute. He's so he cute is. in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I had to put that into the room. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We get the doctor from Scrubs who plays the exact same character. He's so Scrubs. good at it. It doesn't matter. That's yes. just his thing. Is that all he does? And it was hard to remember, like, if it was supposed to be played for humor because the one in Scrubs is like so like dark comedy or just yeah, comedy. He's and dark this I'm too. like, yeah, and this I'm like, I think I think it's supposed to be kind of titillating, but I don't know if it's supposed to be as over the top funny as it really is. You know, it's so good. Uh, but I, they had to have known at some point. I mean, yeah. um, and I'll sort of get into this. It's like. I mean, I, I have a thing for crime movies, loved Heat back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and this is almost a, a campier version of Heat. Hmm. And I think I like it more because of that reason. And yeah. it's just, it so I, I think there's a little bit of tongue in cheek in absolutely everything in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think do- Dr. Scrubs calls uh, Johnny Utah young, dumb, and full of cum. Oh, he does, uh, yes. Um, oh, gross. Which, by the way, like, I, I mean, I don't know if full of cum is a qualifier to go with young and dumb. Like, I feel like you're kind of full of cum, perhaps, for a while in your life. But either way, <gasps> um, an interesting comment. Um, and then the next thing I wrote was Nick Nolte in a swimming pool because what? I don't know the difference <laughs> between Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. Oh, oh, oh I just got that. Gary Busey and has Busey. 
400% more teeth. They, but they both yeah. have big teeth. No, and then, they were very interchangeable for me as a kid. I think yes. they were two different people. I spiraled into a Google search of all of their teeth. So, and they're kind of the same person. Right. And it's, it's like so this, crazy. like, like their personal lives are the same. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I love this, like this scene in Gary Busey and this like training of like getting bricks from the bottom and like, oh man, I, I just, I like, this is what, I mean, this is why I wanted to join the Navy. I'm like, yes, every weekend, if we could just, if this could be our Fridays at work, yes, I will do that. Yeah. I want to play this game. I want to, I want to be blindfolded and have to search for bricks. Like that, that sounds fun. Absolutely. Um, this is why I love you guys, but like that is, there's so many things in this movie that are my literal worst nightmare. It's like things I didn't know I was supposed to be afraid of, like dying and then being pushed out of an airplane. I was like, oh, okay. Like now I'll just add that. I'm like secretly, I'm not secretly, I'm dramatically writing like my list of fears out. It just grows after yeah. I watch this movie. Oh man. It's my, oh, it's my fantasy. I love you guys. You're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> So then also, we get but it. yeah, go ahead. I'm just gonna say I love the name Pappas as well. You know, yeah, just, pa- Angelo Pappas. You think he's Greek? Pappas is a Greek name. Yeah, right. I have a good friend from that I met in Baltimore whose last name is Pappas. Yeah. Um, and Angelo is I don't know. Angelo could be all Italian, kinds of but yeah. Anyway, um, he's a mix. You know, he's a mix. He's a mix. He's yeah. an interesting bird. He's a he's a probably a European mutt. Yeah, well, that's the correct term these days. But and um, then we go to the bank yes. uh, with the dead presidents. With, this ahead. line I quote all the time: "Of just little hands says it's time to rock and roll." Um, <laughs> and I love how these guys. So we have Jimmy Carter, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, and Lincoln? Ford. Lincoln. No, come on. No. Is it LBJ? LBJ, thank you, LBJ, because Ford actually was alive when this movie was made. So they're the dead presidents. Um, well. Carter's still alive. Wait, oh, the ex-presidents. Oh my God, yeah. they're the ex-presidents. <laughs> Holy shit, Carter is still alive. Oh my God, Jimmy Carter, I'm so sorry. I mean, <laughs> he's arguably I, my favorite president. I was ready to condescendingly correct you, but I still had to be like, okay, wait, wait was yeah. was he was he dead in 1991? But he's, he's alive, alive now. now. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> That's an amazing thought process. But I do love um, how they like do impressions of the presidents who they are <laughs> like they've actually worked up an impression that they sometimes keep to which is so much work when you're robbing a bank right especially when you're like have a 65 second like countdown but yet you're going to use some of it for a bit yes um, that's yes. dedication but you it's, know why yeah. it's because they're so synchronized oh yep. my god uh-huh. so if you're playing fbi agent at home we get our our which clue some of us do yeah is the thank you ma- thank you on the butt cheeks uh, yes also, you're later. pressed for time and you do that, you know. Yeah. Like you have time to take your pants off and pull them back up. Yeah. So we find out that they've been robbing a lot of banks. Bank robberies are up 30%. They're up 30 here. That's a and huge then, increase. By that the is way. insane. That's like one in three chances if you go into a bank, it's going to be robbed. And Bridget, I kept on thinking about you in this movie of your yeah. experience as a bank teller and the things that yes. you told us. And I'm like, I'm so I glad know. this never happened to you. This is Thank insane. Thank you. I was thinking about myself as a bank teller you watching should. this and like when they throw the thing up and the die pack explodes. Cause they like know oh that God. that's in there. I mean, or that woman at the end, do whatever they say, Phyllis or whatever her name is. No, like, that's oh very real. Uh, you are. I mean, I don't want to tell bank robbers what to do, but like you're, it's kind of a good gig if you want to be a bank robber. I feel like it seems so improbable. <laughs> like that's where everybody's guarding all the time, except I guess the guards don't even care. Maybe. Yeah. And, like, but 
Well, that I, guy, yeah. He was, I think the last place I would try to rob, you know where I try to rob, is a B-level toy star on Christmas Eve. Watch. Ugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just don't get near A little wet bandit. Yeah. Uh, I was definitely walking by, and this seems like the worst bank to rob. I was walking by the courthouse in Baltimore, and the bank right across the street um, had just been robbed. And so there's police all around. <laughs> there was the sort of all these like square or rectangles rather um, that were outlined in dye pack ink because yeah. it exploded right outside the bank. Like, and there's probably like a, a silhouette of the yeah. guy as well. Yeah. They, With like I a mask asked, on like, somehow, somehow yeah. and like money bags. Like, yeah. come on, man. Because I, I, I think I asked and the cop around there was like, yeah, we, we got them. I mean, they're, they're, they're robbing a bank right across <laughs> oh from where gosh. there's a shit ton of cops. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. They um, so we, we get introduced to kind of like the foils to Johnny and, and uh, Angelo, which are <laughs> these like two guys that should be the football players from that other awful movie you guys made me watch because um, they, <laughs> they have the same exact a challenge heads. that you did not accept. <laughs> I, accepted, I accepted part of it. You um, part of the challenge. <laughs> uh, the, they have very square heads. That one guy's head is, is a perfect rectangle. Yeah. Um, and he, but it, they, it's for cop square and not yeah. like cop square. Uh, football, no, flat, top, flat top square. Well, right. yeah. And we get this view into this FBI that everybody hates each other. Oh, no, yeah. they're just trying to sabotage each other working on the same case. Like it's just kind of nuts and just screwing each other and enjoying torturing each other. And it's like, man, what a terrible place to work. The Which, LA FBI. But it's such like a common trope of just the rival like pair of cops. I think like yeah. the other guys did it in theirs. It would just like bringing it to different levels. And I love I that, that joke. And yeah. Yeah. It's the top gun. Although, yeah, it's the top gun of it all. Right. It's like the Maverick and Goose yeah. versus Iceman and other And guy. they're the same. They're in the same force. Like it's the same, the same force. The same team. It's this Imagine. trope, I think, of like, I'm better at be doing the thing we do together. But then we should unite. Of course, that doesn't happen in this movie, really. Um, it, I mean, I don't know though. Like, it, it feels like the stakes are never quite. It's interesting. Like, they are ultimately all working together. They just hate working together. Right. <laughs> it's like right. So weird. They're hate collaborating. I really, I really want to bring some of this energy to my work. I think we should all commit to doing that. <laughs> just you know, environmental. We do a little bit of that sometimes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different nonprofits and yeah. theater. Just really bring this competitive, unnecessary edge to oh your work. Oh my god! Yes. All oh, our listeners geez. do that too. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Make the It'll world be fun. a weirder place. <laughs> Um, so then that's when they have the conversation about, I mean, I just wrote like Keanu Reeves is a terrible actor and he yeah. riles up Angelo. And I was just like laughing very hard during the scene because it was so intense. It was, it was just so intense. This is the scene we performed. This is the course. scene we performed. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, part of like in the inspiration for the lyrics of the musical that we're shopping around is like this, why they are just ragging on Gary Busey um, about like uh, his theory about them being surfers where like, of course they could be surfers. Like why yeah. would this be the craziest theory on the planet? And they just like, don't even, and then like Gary Busey shits on Keanu Reeves for wanting like DNA samples in the car. It's just like, <laughs> everybody hates each other. It's just so, it, it is really intense. And they're just like screaming at each other in the top of like the Hollywood Hill. Um, and you could even see in the background, I mean, cause this is, direction or whatever all the other cops are just staring at them you know and it's yeah 
because I was like, are other people like paying attention to this? And yes, they are. And it's that's hilarious. Keanu Reeves goes to buy a surfboard and gets called old. He's 25. By um, whom? By did you recognize? I did. Uh, yeah. Surfing's a source, man. Zach from <laughs> Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which like it's it's like the same year, I feel like it came yeah. out. And everybody's got Kenny hair. Like yeah. it's just the same hair. It's the same weird LA <laughs> dirt. Everybody. Maybe it's, it is that kid because they did live in the suburbs of LA. It's true. It actually literally could be Zach. I think it is Zach. Yeah. Um, and I, I and love that and summer. I love and hate this line at the same time. It's so cheesy. And I think I the surfing's the source. You know, it's just it's his delivery, source. everything about it. I like change your life, I swear. But because I hate it so much, I love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's very irritating. Like those little pump kids that are better than you, but you're like, right. ugh, you gotta rent a surfboard from them. It's frustrating. Um, yeah. So Keanu takes to the waves. Um, and he's takes terrible. to some big fucking waves too. It's like, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, totally. And just tries to no, no, he's done no research. He just like, mm-hmm. he's from Ohio and he just gets out there and almost breaks his neck. Uh, and who saves him, but our Kid. favorite, yeah, our favorite <laughs> softball playing whale trainer kit. I got Slash it. I got it. Girl. I might be giving yeah. away my Hummer, but like Lori Petty is yes. such a babe in this movie. Yeah. And she is not a babe in any other movie that I've seen her in. I you don't, don't think. I think, well, in, in the league, well, she's like supposed to be this naggy little, little sister. sister. Yeah. And then in Free Willy, she's just like hardcore in love with a whale and like in this one i'm like okay Lori petty like of course your love interest for keon well that is an interesting take because i would say my first exposure my first 100 exposures to Lori petty was point break yeah and so when i saw her in league of their own and then free willy and then i don't know if i did tank, tank girl. girl i didn't see it i don't think i should watch it and then well, um we may have to put it on this yeah list. oh god <laughs> I just that movie seemed insane to me. That just seemed like one like a sped up, no doubt video. Like yep, that's a good encapsulation of it. Couldn't handle it. Um, but I I think I projected um, Tyler, her character in this movie, onto this character. So I always oh, kind of saw her as a babe, but that was because like it's my first exposure yeah. to her. I also love that she had a very functional swimsuit on. You know. Yeah. Then, which when they were doing sort of casting for this, they were definitely looking for like the beach blonde or bleach blonde sort of like yeah. surfer, quote unquote, surfer girl. Although when I was reading that, I was like, wait, I sort of picture her as the quote unquote surfer girl. Like, well, there is like a very tanned blonde, like uh, U.S. American living in Hawaii that I feel no. like it's this like surfer um I but I, I think fascinated. she's more of the sporty surfer girl. Right. Yeah. Here, it's so cool. Like, and maybe it, this is not 1991, so it's very different. But in 2021, um, 30 years past this movie. Whoa, it's the 30th anniversary. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I love that, like, there are surfers of all body sizes. Yeah. Like, it's like totally. all shapes. The thing that gets me, about, though, is the surfers that have long hair. Mm-hmm. And they all go, I'm like, aren't you drowning in your own hair? Like, yeah, I can't even like take a shower without putting my hair up. I, maybe that's just extreme, but like your hair gets in your mouth, like gets in your eyes. 
I, um, I'm not a very good surfer, but I do it more than I have a right to. And so I will, surfing is the one sport where I will. Surfing is the not, source. <laughs> yeah. That's just what I wanted to say is surfing the source. <laughs> Let's move on. No, uh, surfing is the one sport where, um, I will sometimes not put my hair in a ponytail, but I think it's just like the way you're constantly moving. It just slicks it back. Oh, how so you dramatic. just kind of are, it's just, it's kind of fun to you're not. like little mermaid. Well, kind of, because the way you're going over a wave and like, I don't know, it's kind of freeing, but I know what you mean. Oh, I, it would I be my mouth mean. the entire time. I'd be, yeah. stuff, I'd be waterboarding on my own hair, I think. <laughs> so I, I wrote down uh, that she schools Keanu and he wrote, he says, hey, my name's John Utah. And I don't know why I wrote that down. And then no, she said, who too. cares? Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best. It's the best picture of Lori Petty surfing away with her hands up. Like, who cares? And okay. it's so good. It's so uh, good. And why you are an FBI agent about to go undercover, which I could talk about forever. That's not how undercover works, but like, no. whatever. You just decide to do it one day. Yeah. And you don't do it where you live. You don't do it as a famous football player. But whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you I don't didn't... go screaming your first and last name to everybody who cares. I didn't about get it. any of that. I was so confused about that part of this movie where he was a famous football player. I was like, well, he's like what? a college. Yeah. He's like a college star that knee bent in like 180 degrees <laughs> the wrong direction or something disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then, which I guess people knew about, maybe he was like a promising quarterback. He, he would have been very like, I don't watch college football. I watch NFL, but he would have been very, very famous. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for the people Maybe who I like watch it out because yeah, and this is like my little insight to how, as far as I understand, how the FBI undercover works is like if you want to do that, like if he wanted to do that, then he would cycle back to Quantico and he would go through this like terrible training where they basically seep deprive you and starve you a little bit so that you don't like crack under pressure, and then you get assigned to another town slash city where no one knows you mm. because it's very problematic to go undercover in a town you're living in. Yeah. Um, so uh, the whole idea of him doing this is just so silly. And again, guys, like you can't be a football player. We got to well, get out of this movie. The Sorry, DEA does it right. We are never going to. No, yeah. don't apologize. I'm just saying we're, we, we have so much to talk about. This Here's the thing. I blocked off five hours for, <laughs> to talk about this movie. <laughs> did our, did our listeners? No, I know. I know. I, I know. hope and they I did. It took too much time um, singing in the beginning. No. So yeah, the, the scene we definitely have to switch to is the beach volleyball scene. Um, because it's amazing. Beach football? That's what I meant. Um, yeah. Training. Oh, yeah. This is what, as a kid, I was like, yes, when I grow up, I'm just going to be playing football at night on the beach and people are going to be tackling me into the waves. Yes. 100%. The only reason why you'd want a car is so you could yes. use it to light up your field. That's totally um, true. Yes. I want anyway. to talk about Keanu Reeves' belly shirt in this scene. <laughs> it is the tiniest shirt. Yeah. It's just giving a little midriff and it's just so cute. Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it's just a funny shirt. Yeah. It's like it's like he puts his hands up in the air and his shirt rides up and he's like, "Oh my belly. Oops a doozy." Um yeah. I mean, I, I know we skipped ahead. I just have to say, really fine. No, no. and I'm glad you did. I just want to say that Johnny Utah is a grade A creeper because he uses binoculars to watch a woman change her clothes and yep. denim, into denim after surfing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. like a wet, salty legs slipping <laughs> right into hot denim. No, mm. but like also he is a grade A creeper because looking up on some of your, your FBI internet base database <laughs> that like, 
someone's parents die and then i, I mean and she and he and the way he does like he sees that by that really amazing secretary that's there by the way I know, you should get great. more screen time i shouldn't say she's secretary i think she's an analyst and um he just says like parents dead yeah definitely and then he like awesome. says his parents die and it's like this is not this is insane like whoa uh what a terrible traumatic button to push so yeah he is so stalker keanu brings his surfboard board to work Stupid. because it won't lock in his car he's yeah. because he wants people to know he's been surfing he's like that's why i bring my oh, surfboard anywhere i can't put this anywhere i paid <laughs> like somebody leave to leave it in the lobby yeah i paid somebody to punch me in the face so i could tell people i was in a surfing accident <laughs> <laughs> that's commitment. just just kidding but um i know really like it's also accident. like i wasn't surfing accident, but like i know he does he and he has like this hot pink surfboard it couldn't be more like early 90s this color scheme oh i loved it also the technology on these old-timey computers is like super fancy enhance it can do hair and hair analysis (laughs) like here's my question on this hair analysis this is I, i think we're there right where um I mean, we should say, you know, like we're in the, 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 the football scene of the beach, which is amazing. And then Bodie is like, he's Johnny Utah. So now he's known as Johnny Utah, which is kind of problematic, but like <laughs> moving forward, he gets a hair sample from the, one of the bank robbers. And his plan is to go to different beaches to match it, like to match it to a person's head, or he's matching it to the elements at that beach. The latter, the elements of the beach. Okay, because then they're like, oh, it's this much arsenic, this much salt, or whatever. And so then they'll know what beach they're surfing yeah, at, right? exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, it's pretty smart. And then I do like the scene where they're just going and, like, making up excuses to, like, rip hair out of people's heads. <laughs> and I love the guy that they, like, cut. It's like, wait, dude, and, like, he's like. He cut um, my hair. <laughs> cut my hair. Cut my hair. I bet that guy's fun to hang out with. I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> this is at Latigo Beach. Latigo, Latigo, yeah. Oh, nice point break. Nice point break. <laughs> right, that's right. Flat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then Keanu Reeves, you know, gets cozy in an outdoor shower, and um, people try to really beat him up, and they are very successful yeah. at it. After he like kind of surfs the same wave as this guy, but not even really. And then this guy is surfing yeah. with a switchblade. I don't understand that at all. I don't. Where understand. would he? Where would he keep that? That'd be so. That'd be the worst. I wrote. <laughs> and, where does he keep that knife? That seems really. Yeah, dangerous. and then it cuts the guy. It cuts his leash, um, which is terrifying. And um, yeah, and then they're gonna like him and the red hot chili peppers are gonna <laughs> mess him up. Um, which is really intimidating. That would be a waste of time. That used to scare the crap out of me as a kid, him saying that. <laughs> it was his name Anthony Kitas. Kitas. Kitas, thank you. He used to scare the crap out of me. This whole situation seemed so out of control. Like you know, whenever they film these guys, and we'll get into it soon with the scene where like they're in their drug their drug house, and he's just like feeding on his chest, and like, what is happening? How can it, they sustain this level of chaos? This is uh, crazy. It's called drugs. They were dealing the in a lot time. of crystal meth, which crystal I can't meth. imagine you would surf super great on like meth or coke or whatever they're doing all the time. And it's just, oh, it's, it's like swerving in and out of the road with like, and they're so like dirty. They're just Kenny's friends from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitters. Yeah. They're just Until filth. a soaking wet Bodie comes running up 
Yeah. He's so wet. He's the wettest he's ever been. He was um, at the next door shower. So it's like, you know, yeah. get the salt off. And he knows them, of course. And they're, you know. And one of my favorite lines of this movie <laughs> is, um, oh, God, what does he say? Yeah. Back off, war child. Seriously. <laughs> I thought it was. Seriously. I thought it was riding is a state of mind. And you're a pit bull. <laughs> oh, maybe he said that. But like, here's the thing. This is like exhibit A of why Johnny Utah is a real ass is that like Bodie is de-escalating through bizarro means, but he's de-escalating. And like with Bodie there, you get the sense that like maybe these guys are going to back off. And then Johnny Utah just starts wailing on everybody. So now Bodie has got to now they're like back to back doing this like yin yang like fighter shit, which is like fun to watch. And Patrick Swayze is is so fun to watch. Like, I mean, he is just amazing and i think like it was in your playbill phil but like what was it like the perfect combination of like uh masculinity and grace and it's true like he just is just like a you can tell he's a ballet dancer and you can tell he's a badass um so you just see him like karate kick everybody in the face (laughs) so so many kicks to the chest so good this movie not and not just by bodie i think war child does a few kicks to the chest it's Mm -hmm. it's a go-to mood there must be some karate school in east la that teaches this Um, chest kicks you guys ever seen um (laughs) cobra kai cobra kai yeah i've not watched that's where they teach it yeah it's in the valley um there you go so angelo and keanu follow uh the bad guys you know and we're driving recklessly crazy here's the thing here's what i'm gonna say well this is in the rumor from my dumber is when angelo when when he calls it in and he's like did you say rumor from my dumber rumor from my dumber i messed up and i wanted to glide on but Mm. this is what i like about this podcast (laughs) is you guys keep me real Mm. (laughs) runner from my dumber Uh is that um I think Johnny Utah calls it and he's like, these guys fit the profile. They're crazy. They're insane. They're out of control. They're on drugs. Like that's not the profile. That's not the profile of these bank robbers. These bank robbers are precise and like intense and they're incredibly amazing at writing on their own butts. Like these guys are out of control, could not handle one bank robbery. They would be a mess. Question. Do you think that guy wrote on his own butt? I don't. I think somebody, (laughs) one of his friends wrote on his butt. Okay. Yeah. I I don't think Anthony Kiedis could handle writing on it. Thank you. He could not write thank you on someone's butt. It's like when you're like a kid in a play and you're like, can you do my makeup before you go on? And so like before they go in, like he's like, can you do my butt makeup? Totally, totally. Also, also, I think at this point, Johnny Utah's already in denial because he's in love. Um, Do you think? Yeah. Maybe you're right. God, this movie's so I good. think it's su- subconsciously. Yeah. But I think he is. Oh, I see. He is, he's in love with the whole thing. And, and Lori. Yeah, ex- yeah. Falling in love with surfing for sure. Well, surfing for I, sure is the source. I wasn't going to say Lori Patty. I think there's, it's Patrick the bromance. Swayze. Yes, exactly. Oh, the romance in this movie is between Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. And Lori <laughs> Patty is just there eating popcorn and watching. Yeah. And, we're, and wearing a negligee. Um, so they go to this party at Bodie's house, which is just like what you imagine. Like. <laughs> Or you, or what you've never imagined. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, I do because like the fire spitter. Like we had uh, multiple people down in Peace Corps who knew how to spin fire. So pretty much every party we had would have fire spitting. So this is just a typical like yeah. Peace Corps Belize party for me. Basically, yeah. yeah I was in like say. a basement bum- bungalow near the beach. Like right, pretty, yeah, pretty rad. Well, and they've he- got bank robber money. 
And Bodie went to like, I don't know, Rajasthan like one week. And he is just, I mean, yeah, he's just like insufferably like <laughs> appropriating Buddhism, Hinduism. It's kind yeah. of unclear, but it's just such a. The things he says like are a little cultish. I mean, yeah, he's, oh, he's clearly sure. having some issues with like obviously like with mainstream society, but then like, it's very extreme, which is clearly what's oh, yeah. caused this sort of like he seems manic. Like, yeah. Manic is a good word for it. He seems like a libertarian terrorist to me. <laughs> it's like, Ooh, like this is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. And cultish, definitely cultish. Oh, he's cause you want to like him, but no, he's got big, big red flag problems. Yeah. So they, they got to go surfing at night because it's big waves and it's better than sex. And um, but like, well, did, did they shoot that? They must have shot this in the daytime, right? With like some sort of weird it was a sleepy huge, lens on it. Yeah, it's yeah. The little, I've got it on my like uh, video editing. It's just like a little nighttime blue. Oh, filter. that's funny. Yeah, that is what it looks like. I will say they're not surfing big waves. They're talking about big waves and oh, they're I just see. they're like they, they're like pontificating around this campfire about big waves. It's ultimate rush. Like your balls are this big, man, this big. And like it's better than sex and Roach. Maybe you're not doing it right. And, you know, um, and this is all leading up to Bodhi's belief Bodhi believes that the 50 year storm is coming in Australia, which is like, that's not a belief. That's a fact. Like 50 years, like you can add 50 and 50. Like it's such a weird thing to like have like Bodhi believes, but they're talking about big wave surfing. And the interesting thing about this movie is like, it was made before big wave surfing, I think was more like, it's not mainstream, but it was like more filmed and documented and known. And like, like Laird Hamilton and like Shane Dorian, like people that are like famous big wave surfers, like, this was like the cusp of when people are starting to ride those insanely big waves that like have, it's like the highest of stakes paddling out and stuff. So like, they're just like talking about what it would be like. And Bodhi is clearly wants to big wave surf. And then they go out and ride like decent sized waves. Well, also you really, ah, you face is just like, yeah. when are you going to stop talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to interject that. Um, no, Katie, I, I, I love that you do all this stuff. Um, <laughs> that when Bodie and Johnny like get up on this big, this wave together, it is like sex, right? I mean, they're yes, just like they're having sex together. The two of them are having sex in front they of can everyone. hear each other real well too right yeah. they're having this conversation they're just chit-chatting it up but like it, making sweet love to each other through this mm-hmm. wave i mean yeah that's pretty 100%. clear uh and it's hot i'm here for it yeah um but Their then like it's amazing like there's a lot of moments in this movie where like and then the water is super calm like <laughs> super calm oh. They Lori only and- surf on magic beaches, even right. from like the training yeah. montage. It went right. from like half foot waves to like eight foot waves. And it's just beaches don't work that way. No. If the surf is up, it's up. Use the parlance of the time. Um, it's up on the whole beach. You don't. Yeah. You yeah, can it- like surf in breakers like closer to the beach. But it's like if you're in breaking waves, they're all going to be relatively the same height. And sometimes like it, they would be like, oh, it's morning. It's six o'clock in the morning. And then the sun would be setting and then it'd be morning. I was like, clearly they're shooting these at different times of the day, but the, <laughs> the lighting is very inconsistent about when it is being shot. I was pretty distracted by that. Also by that and- factory on the beach, which <laughs> danger. 
And in this in this time period of this party, we learn that Tyler, Laurie Petty, was once with Bodie, which is like a really weird insert and fact. And then we get like all of this like weird misogyny about like like she was my woman and like what's mine is yours. Like fuck off, Bodie. <laughs> like God, yeah. it's so shitty. Um, and like I well whatever. Maybe I'll save it for my bummer. But yeah, like well, I think that just goes into let's the, talk about the, it. Yeah the cult leader thing like i'm yeah sure david koresh nexium, said that exact line you know and yeah, i have exactly. other bummers to talk about like it bums me out that laurie petty is like almost one of the guys but not quite and we'll learn about how not quite she is at the end but like yeah, yeah but like <laughs> them playing football it's like okay she's in there and stuff and she's like an amazing surfer but you could tell she's just like so on the outskirts it's like almost like these guys like totally treat her like a ghost it's really annoying also in the rubber for my bummer is uh, having <laughs> sex on a beach, you guys. Yeah, because gross. Uh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> no one needs that. It. No, they're out there all night. He's been in the water. She's been in the water. They're both gross. Um, they're waking up the next morning just covered in sand and all their holes. His holes, yeah. her holes. It's not... <laughs> It's not And like, where do you go to the bathroom? And how do you brush your teeth? And like, none of this is romantic. The answer I, it, is it, always the ocean. Yeah. If you, it is. Okay, you gargle. If you if you listeners have had sex on a beach and you've enjoyed it, and I'm not talking a prepared experience, I'm talking about yeah. just out of a wetsuit. <laughs> Raw dogging it on the beach. Ooh, out of a wetsuit. Man, just I always need like a minute me. to recover. She's like she's like wrapped in like shipwreck, like the little mermaid the next morning, like, oh, did we just we just did it? And he's like, yeah. Oh, I gotta go to work. I've gotta go yeah. to a stakeout. Shit. Um oh, and like shit. leaves yeah. are there. Ugh, gross. So now we're at the stakeout. Yeah. Um, with these LA punks, man. And <laughs> yeah, this scene is awesome of just how in like I could watch another two hours of Anthony Anthony Kiedis just like rocking out on the bed to his like death metal. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so crazy. <laughs> I used to think that like down Ocean City, every house that I wasn't in was this. <laughs> like every every house I peeked into that had loud music, this is what was I still happening. sort of think it is, you know. I mean it could be. It really could be. It did remind me of an Ocean City summer house with like, yes. with like yeah. cards. Um yeah. They have so many guns. This is the worst oh stakeout I've uh, ever seen. God. Everybody's like, they're just, it's like, there's not enough backup. There's too many guns. Like, why are they doing this? It's a terrible idea. I do like the plot device of like, or like the whatever of like the lawnmower. Yeah, they couldn't like just say like, hey, could you turn your lawnmower off for a second? Because <laughs> yeah, we're trying to have a chit chat. Right. Right, right, right. Um, that would seem suspicious. They'd be like, this guy always mows his lawn at 6 a.m. on yeah, right. Tuesday. Right. I like that these guys are paying attention. And what I do like about this is even as a kid, this did not seem fun. Like they don't really glorify this. Like this seems like the worst. There's a woman screaming constantly. Stabbing people in the stabbing back. Stabbing the naked woman. Like Anthony Kiedis's foot get shot in the most <laughs> That's disgusting awesome disgusting of ways i was talking to bridget a little bit about it as we were preparing for our dramatic reading sure. saying it, it looked like mike myers's hand from so i married an axe murderer <laughs> it's just like it is so gory there's something oh my god it's so gross and well, disgusting e even just the physics of it he shoots his foot from the top and of course the squid the squib just explodes out the, the top, top of his, up. his it comes foot. up through his shoe it's so it's, disgusting yeah. the amount 
amount of blood that's in that man's foot. I love it. It's like he I has a it. blood balloon in his shoe. Uh, um, but like, there's nothing like it's, I don't even know if there's music playing. I don't think there is like, it's just, it's just interesting the way that they shoot it. Cause it's, it doesn't make me ever want to be there. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not fun, which I always appreciate with like gunfights when they make it look like this sucks. Like this is scary and terrible and just ugly, you know? I, I will say there was a few people that got shot that I was absolutely convinced they died. I didn't understand how anybody was still alive. It was like, like when Angelo uses that woman as a human shield. Yes. She's like, like she should have been dead. And yeah. then like, yeah, that woman, the naked woman in the shower. Like, I just feel like, did she have to be naked? I mean, I guess in the surfer movie, she and probably did. Blame women directors, you know? That's all I gotta say. Is this a female? What a Hummer! Yeah, it's Catherine Bigelow, <laughs> oh, who right. directed Hurt Locker and this movie, and I feel like it shows that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It does There's kind of in a way. She, yeah. But I will say about her is that she... <laughs> I have a puppy. It's a pup. I have a puppy here. She's she's a bit wily right now. Um, yeah, she kicked the shit out of uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah. And here's what I was wondering. It's like I, you know, I never had the pleasure of watching this in a theater with more than three people. Um, but like, I was like, I wonder if when this played in the theater, if like people laughed at that scene because Keanu Reeves is getting the shit kicked out of him. But like. It's not, he's not playing it for laughs. Like he's an FBI agent that's in that house. That's like losing this fight. And she's like very fit for this fight. I really mm -hmm. liked it. I thought it was played well. Yeah. I mean, sh her character had like a, she was a named character. Mm, okay. um, I forget, I liked her. I'll have to look at what it was called. It was something crazy. Like, but she's also been in, oh, freight train was her name. Um, <laughs> it's named. <laughs> Freight train. Uh, sure. Julie Michaels. She's also no. She was in Roadhouse. Oh. She was like the, oh. uh, I guess, femme fatale sort of thing in Roadhouse. So um, interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's cool. And then, of course, at the end, we realized that Tom Sizemore has been undercover as a DEA, which like you sure wished that the FBI and the <laughs> DEA had a shared database. Right. And they were um, talking yeah. about what they were doing. I mean, come on. And then, um, although I don't know from. Although I've got to just say I this. I kind of believe it. Yeah. Say just, it. You think I like this hair? You think I like these clothes? My wife wants me to stay at Ramada. <laughs> it's in the Ramada. Three months. Like, how long Three was months. he staying there? He was living with them? Like, yeah. no. selling drugs for well, three months? Yeah. I don't know if he was living there, but he was undercover for three months and they worked his way in. And also, like, three months isn't, like, forever. Like, it's with like, these cats. Yeah. Well, if you're living there, if you're living there for three months, yes. I guess I took it as, like, because he was their deal. He was, like, this. He was trying to figure out who their supplier was, right? Right. And then they busted in and... I don't know. I and I actually liked how Keanu Reeves played this scene where she he says that and he just like stone cold looks him in the face and then he's just like shit, shit. Like I don't know. I thought it was good. Keanu Reeves can act if you're like on the Keanu train. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, he's I'm the on it best. As well. He's the best worst actor. He he is one thousand percent committed to being Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and for that I am <laughs> thankful. Yeah. It's just so funny to me. It's just even when his face was in the a lawnmower, he's just like, whoa, whoa, like, uh, 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 I'm going to die. And like, I'm like, do it, man. Do it to oh yourself, man. Yeah. Um, 
And then I think this is where they meet for a morning morning surf and um well Rory first Petty, it, go ahead, go waking ahead, up on those black satin sheets which i don't know that's my bummer <laughs> you took my bummer <laughs> sorry uh also we <laughs> see so much of keanu reeves nipples in yeah. this movie um <laughs> and just... him and laurie petty have the same skin tone and the same hair color and it's like sometimes like whoa where does one end and one begin <laughs> I can't I'll just say it now I'll pick a new bummer if you have black sheets and you are a man what are you doing with your life (laughs) those things will just be covered in stains for oblivion like oh because of sex I was thinking like they just not just because of human to human sex because of your own personal sex habits like oh, there will just... I thought it was like whale the dog sex. You are dating Larry Petty, <laughs> so it could be whale sex. <laughs> There's just cum all over those sheets. Let's be honest about what's happening. Oh, and that's interesting. They're not. He might as well be on the floor, on with black sheets, and that is right there. They should make first. all sheets should be a like light brown cream color <laughs> so it's it just paisley. everything so. blends man because uh, i'm always going to bed with dirty feet my feet look just like i've walked across <laughs> a park barefoot which is and probably you do kind of yeah. what i've done and then i get into bed and like i want to wash katie my feet, so. i'm just gonna I'm, as your friend i'm just gonna tell you this you can wash your feet <laughs> I've been told this. I'm told this on the regular. You can even put like a little bucket next to your bed and just I've had that. Yes, I should. I had that when I lived in Florida. Yeah. Um, So now we're at like, this is where the spell is broken, Phil. And um, Keanu Reeves realizes that they're ghosts. And then we have this like flashback to Angelo being like, ghosts. It's like, like, I understand. I remember he said that. And I wrote the guy, so that moment. guy's butt looks like the other guy's butt. Like, I mean, the fact on. that he was like seeing them sw- surfing and he was like, they're the same as the bank robbers. <laughs> I'm like, how did that happen? Like, they're not, I don't know. I don't know. They're not surfing when they're bank robbers. It's just, yeah. It was I a mean, bit of a the way they move, you know. Phil, I do like your theory in which like maybe until it was like hitting him over it, the head, he he was already kind of in a yep, pre pre-denial so. state because he was having so much fun. He's always having so much fun when he's hanging out with them. Like he's never had fun, which is interesting because um, yeah. he didn't yeah. play college football. Uh, but I also have this note of like, play it cool, man. Cause he like has this epiphany and then he's like, I have a meeting I forgot about. I have to leave. And it's like, just serve for a second. <laughs> like you don't have to be at work. Like, tell them when you get to work like you're undercover kind of because you're pretending to be undercover um and that's where you get a reference to patrick's roadhouse which is fun wait what Um, does he say sorry uh reeves says something like yeah he was headed we're headed down to patrick's roadhouse which is oh patrick swayze's roadhouse which is fun i like that they put it in there um and then yeah, so Johnny Utah tells Angelo that these are the guys, and then they're kind of like in pursuit of them. So yeah, then they go to their little stakeout of this bank that they think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why do many... they think that bank? I don't know. This I don't know. Seems like I a coincidence, right? No, Jeff was telling me my seatmate, our, our director, was uh, who had seen um, Point Break live 
um, yes. was telling me so about good. like how they extend this scene about the meatball subs for like way too long. Or in <laughs> it's a, good a long way. scene. Yeah. And how great it is. Um, but yeah, like. It's oh, you just- mean in Point Break Live? Yeah. For all of our listeners, we should say quickly that Point Break Live is a play that they take around the country, I think, to bars or yeah. to like little like places. And the premise is, is there's a touring theater group that does all of the parts, except that somebody, random person in the audience plays Keanu Reeves. Because anybody parts. can play Keanu Reeves. It's a fun I, premise. I so want to go to this. Me but at too. the same time, I feel I'd be so disappointed if I wasn't chosen to be Johnny yeah. Utah. So it's Phil, like, uh, this is what I was saying is that this is me being super arrogant and maybe for you too. I feel like if we were chosen, I wonder if it would ruin the show because I feel like I would know the show. I would know it too well. And I feel like I would deliver the lines as he delivered them. And I was like, like, if you you call up somebody in an improv set and they're like, oh, I'm an improviser and they kind of ruin it for you. And you're like, like the best thing is people being an idiot. Like, yeah. But anyway, the scene, the scene you is could be just, an idiot, yeah. It's just a comedy of errors, and it's like, you know, behind him, the bank robbers are all like, we're like robbing the bank, and like they're all just like not paying attention. And Angelo's reading the funny papers, and he likes his funnies. I just want to talk about these giant, like, metal cars that are so stealth. Like, how do they turn on a dime? And like, yeah. they all, they're all just like so stealth at the way they maneuver. I'm like, I, cars today don't even do that. I had a note and I'm going to seem like a real um, nerd of the Is It For Real podcast. But I remember, Bridget, you saying something in, I think it was the Crocodile D podcast about how like all TVs looked the same until they didn't. Yeah. And I had this note of like, did all cars look the same until they didn't? Like, yeah. When did cars start being a bubble? Yeah. <laughs> like, and stop being boxy and square, which I actually prefer that aesthetic. And now they all look like spaceships. All I think the, time. the mid to late 90s, honestly. So I think early 90s, like this is. It's such I mean, a time these, capsule. You're, you're still in like late 80s cars. And That's right. I mean, they're, everything's a Buick or, or an Oldsmobile and they all look like this. My brother, Michael drove a big blue boat of a car that looked like one of these. And the doors are just so heavy. And he, yeah. I, I've talked about him before. Cause he graduated high school in 1992, which is like the dream for me to have been mm-hmm. in high school then. Anyway. And you like, you open the door and it like, it goes like half a mile out and then you slam it, you know, they're just so big and heavy. That's why I'm like so impressed at how they corner and whatnot. I guess that's why they have so much skid. Right. Because <laughs> they're so heavy. They just slide. Right. They just us. slide. It's like um, a car chase on ice. <laughs> so, yeah, the presidents get out and they, they hit this poor man in a parking attendant booth. And not they don't hit him. They oh, hit my God, booth. man. The like, guy has to jump for his life. Here's the thing. I know. And they try to, like, make it, like. Is this after it goes terrible? No, no, it goes terribly wrong when they kidnap Johnny. But I'm like, you guys were okay with killing people for a while. Because that yeah. guy, if he didn't jump out, would have been totally dead. They're not good people. No, no. They're not just like live and let live. They're like live and if other people die, that's okay. But also I want to point out, and I thought about this being my dumber, but it's not going to be. So they're chasing them uh Papa's is driving. Johnny Utah is in the passenger seat, not calling it in to get back up. Yeah. Dumb. You know, there because this is a long chase. And at no time do they ever call to get back up. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, so much that happens in this scene, this chase scene. I mean, it's like it's a long really, chase scene. It's a long chase scene. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, 
Ronald Reagan like sets a the car on fire at oh the my gas God. station. Would this work if you put like a lighter no. next to a gas you hose? It doesn't up. come a you yeah. would blow up. Yeah. It doesn't become like a flamethrower. <laughs> no. Gasoline is flammable. It just blows up. That's why you're yeah. not supposed to smoke a as cigarette in, while you pump gas. Right. Because it's not it's not just the liquid part that um a series trying to tell me how to set fire to <laughs> to gasoline now. Um, but it's not just the liquid part that ignites, it's the vapors. So never have a lighter around gasoline. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, so Bodhi's obsessed with like getting rid of the fingerprints of the strap car. And then they spend so much time there that they catch them and now they're in another car that it also has the window shot out of. So that part that plan was so dumb. Um, and then at some point, I don't know if we're at this point where like then we're in a Johnny Utah, Ronald Reagan chase scene. We're right? here, yeah. Through LA. Through people's houses. Oh they- my God, that one poor woman's house. And he like, crashes through the window, which I know we've talked about, like consequences <sighs> of crashing through plate glass windows. Yeah, that would it will end it. you up. Yep. I mean, also, come on. didn't Ronald Reagan open the door and then close it? Did he lock it? Like, why did Johnny <laughs> Utah have to go through the he window? Locked it. He locked oh, it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but good God. The and, amount, the speed you would have to run with to break a glass window, like, oh my God. And you can't just body. like pick up somebody else's dog and throw them <laughs> that at That wasn't the rummer else. for my dumber. The rummer for my dumber because he takes time. He picks yeah, up somebody he's else's so dog. He's so far ahead at this fine. point. He's so far ahead. He waits, waits, waits <laughs> with the dog who's clearly friendly because you're holding him and then he I know that dog, dog is dog like what are we doing <laughs> it's so dumb this seems fun it's so yeah, weird I like as a to be kid, picked up yeah. even as a kid I was like why did he wait why did he lose that time now they're now he's on his tail and then of course the old quarterback knee injury comes back right ah I was wondering how much of their own stunts, Patrick. Patrick Swayze probably insisted on doing his own stunts in a raking mess. Well, he he jumped out of a plane. Yeah, well, he did. Can... He got really into skydiving, which is exciting. And, and then sure... in- the insurance suits said he had to stop, but yeah. he demanded that he was able to do one more. He did not, in fact, do any of this foot chase. Good, because um, he was he he probably wanted to, but he was doing promotion for Ghost at the time, and so his oh. stunt guy did it in the mask the whole time i mean if you've got a mask why not you could really lean into it so um yeah and then johnny utah famously just empties his gun into the air and here's what i'm gonna say i think because (laughs) before i had a little bit of gun trauma i watched this movie so for some reason this movie doesn't really excuse the pun trigger me at all Mm. Partly because Catherine Bigelow, being an amazing director, doesn't like zoom in on the barrel of a gun. She kind of like always does it by to the side, which is nice. But um, I would normally objectively uh, object to the amount of guns in this movie. But something about it, I'm not bothered. And like him just like unloading his whole round into the air out of frustration. He is so frustrated to this whole movie beyond this point of like his knee is always getting his way at this point which is yeah anyway um, yeah so the we learned that Bodie and the crew are robbing banks to stick it to the man that this is yeah. their like their livelihood and and like clearly like they're they've gone over the edge in terms of their dedication and to Bodie and the cultness of the whole thing and they're 
I think they're all trying to I think they I think this is where the shit's hitting the fan a little with this crew like it's yeah. not so much fun fun surfing anymore which I'll also say well maybe I'll save it for my dumber um but uh this is I this is before or after the scene where Laurie Petty is washing is once again tending to a man's face and like patting his face because it, like Keanu Reeves does not wash his face until he gets to Laurie Petty's house where he's just like bleeding for what 24 <laughs> hours what is it, happening it's it's also weird blood that doesn't move at all it is nail polish that's on right his face. it is I know yeah. it's so weird as a what kid I loved it, it on what does he like say little, happened to him a hit and uh, run yeah so car accident and then she, again I don't know if the premise is that he was in a car or if he was hit as a pedestrian whatever yeah and then speaking of things that i find triggering she finds out that that's not true and comes in and shoots his black sheets um which i she tries to kill him yeah i mean that was was a warning shot she is that good that she just fires a gun no 100 percent. no way she is trying to shot shoot his face and she misses and then she's like oh i guess we have this conversation now (laughs) yeah (laughs) how awkward how awkward because i tried to shoot your body um (laughs) yeah yikes um i wrote johnny calls and leaves her a dramatic voicemail He's and then mad she runs. He can't say what he's he wants. Mod, yeah. He's so mod. And she runs out of there like a little like Peter Pan. Like, oh, oh yeah, that was not the best run for her. It's like a Muppet. It's like they got they cast like Kermit the Frog was her stunt double who ran out of that room. It was nuts. Fun fact: Kermit the Frog was her stunt double. Oh, I'm glad he was. He just put a black wig on him. Yeah. Um. So at this point, then Bodie, so he's leaving these messages and then Bodie and the boys come and get Johnny for like another adventure. And like, they're both just pretending like they don't yeah. know that they know each other. That they each both other know knows that, that they know. Knows. And yeah, it's so everyone crazy. knows what they know. And at this point, I have a note that's like cell phones would ruin this movie because at some point, oh, he yeah. would like just text Angela. I was like, hey, come here right now. I guess. Got but Bodie, they weren't. That was the whole thing. Bodie wasn't letting him get to his gun. His that's phone. That's true. Maybe when um, that was very purposeful by them as to. Yeah. Do it but this like, way. I mean, we can break this down a little bit like this is just this weird passive aggressive role play. Like they both know that the other one knows. So yeah. like they're scorned lovers, they ha- they have had so much surfing sex and now they're just sort of breaking up. And, you know, the best way to do that is to take somebody up in an airplane and make them jump out of a Jake jump out and oh my like, gosh, have a weird parachute swap a ruski <laughs> like swap three card money with parachutes yeah keep your eye on the shoot keep your eye on the shoot right yeah. because the whole plan was to jump out of a plane with them to give them a thrill and then to show them the insurance plan which we'll talk right. about but like yeah it was just I was, you know them. it's like that game of like you know yeah is that what it is where you keep your eye on the the crab shuffle yeah, right. and like you try no, no, to no, do no, no, it. No, 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 oh, at the no, Orioles no, no, game, the no. casual. But like you try to like keep your eye on it. You're like, I have no idea what shoot he started with or not, but all of them seem good. Yeah. But if I was him, man, I don't know if I would jump out of that plane. Like, I think you just think clearly he did anyway. He, he's a adrenaline junkie just like yeah. them. So he he's he's been taken over the edge, just like Lori Petty said he would be. His point. 
So uh, they discuss whether they're going to jump or jerk off, and it just they decide to jump. Um, so <laughs> another movie where they decide to jerk off, you know. I love it. That's, I love the alternate ending where the whole ending of this movie is 30 minutes of them jerking off in that plane. Well, they basically did because they free fall into a circle jerk and they hold yeah. hands. For what it seems like an hour. I don't I, I was, don't know how yeah. long you can free fall for, but I don't know if it's an hour. They and I also know that like when you first jump, I mean whatever, like this is all rogue, but like when you first jump, you have to tandem jump. Like it would be pretty uh, if they hope he is lot, it, maybe they don't care if he lives or dies, really, because he might not. Like they don't even tell him how to pull his shoot out. Like he doesn't know yeah. how to do this at all. And I was surprised at how much time they spent of their jump in a circle holding hands <laughs> it does seem like it's like the rest so of it is so freeing the guy's got fins Patrick's one guy crazy. has fins one i don't get that fins. what is he gonna swim them all back to shore yeah i know <laughs> well i thought i assumed that the fins was more to like move through the air but maybe you're right maybe it was in the water but like patrick swayze famously became kind of obsessed with skydiving and that's real footage of him and it pays off because yeah. like it's really cool the stuff that he can do oh um and this is when skydiving Amazing. was like hitting its like footage peak, I think, where people like the world was waking up to the fact that people did this. And like, yeah. so it's like super badass. And it was before base jumping, which like point break two, I'll tell you, hey, yeah. it's just a GoPro commercial is Brahman R basically said. Um, and they all land so beautifully in the water, just plops, little plops into But the it seems so dangerous to land in the water because it's you've got like this parachute yeah like, that is a fear i wrote on my paper that i didn't know i was afraid fear. of no that should be drowning in my own parachute that's happened i mean <laughs> that's actually happened to base jumpers where you drown Scary. in the river where you, yeah like uh it's i mean that Maybe can't be their plan no it was their plan it was to they, go in the, crazy. they talked about jumping into the water like isn't that was, crazy kiana was like i sort of messed up by me it was like don't worry we're not landing on yeah we're land in the water just at a hundred miles an hour. I know it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's still good. Actually, it's probably worse. I know. I don't know. It's not a good idea. No. I just, but... I just can't imagine that that's anybody's plan. So Johnny's kidnapped, right? Yeah. And or wait, pull... no. Yeah, he is. Yeah, basically. he's basically at this point he's kidnapped, and they pulled him in the back of the van, and that's why they show him the video of Tyler who's very scared and has a knife to oh my her God. throat. Ugh. At this point, I have the note, fuck these guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. not cool. What? Well, and then Bodhi has this stupid quote that's like, she was my woman. We shared time. I could never do this to her. Yeah, it's like, Bodhi, exactly. I wasn't your woman. We didn't share time. I assume you're not going to kidnap oh, me no, and he, put a knife to my throat. To I guess he would have. Like Rosie, the depiction of this fucker Rosie, who like, why do you hang out with this guy if you yeah. could just tell him to gut a woman like a pig, quote, and he'll just do it. <laughs> like, it's just such a crazy premise. And like, fuck off. This woman is like part of your crew, except she's totally not nah. because you're doing this to her. This is the worst part I'm of this movie to me. I'm just going to say, I am, there's a little, even though it's a female director, yeah, it is a it is a bit of a two hour circle jerk. It is about male romance, <laughs> romance. Yeah, and this woman and any woman, frankly, the naked woman in the shower, and like it's there's a it's a lot of objectifying. I mean, and again, it's through the lens of a female director. So I'm curious about that. Maybe she felt like she had to. 
Yeah, I you know. wish there was more girls. I could have sworn in the football game that there were like women that came out of nowhere tackling, but it might have been like long, hair, long hair. It yeah. might have been a dream. You maybe I could have sworn there was a. I'm gonna recreate this movie no. in my brain. Yeah. I will. It's called Blue Crush, and everybody should watch it. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a different movie. Yeah. It is a different movie, but I also have a note There's right some now. Crossover saying, people though. Wait, who? A lot of the surfing trainers and there. I, I was oh, reading about it. Um, interesting. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, I do have a note after Ken Reeves being like, I am an FBI agent. Yeah. Um, that Patrick Swayze is so good. Like, granted, this is my least favorite scene and premise of this film, but like he is doing it well. Like he's intense and he's like into whatever cult he's into. I don't know. I just think his performance is like really great. No, it's amazing that he made us like him as yes. much as we do. Mm. Yes. I'm still rooting for him. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, he's charismatic. He's he's Patrick Swayze. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they go to rob the bank and um you know, they pull Johnny into the robbery, but he doesn't get to wear a mask. No, yeah, like that's going to ruin his career. I mean, he was kidnapped by a bunch of thugs. Like, I don't know, this whole thing. They're going to about... think he was in with them, Katie. It's so crazy. But yeah. also, I, I sort of assumed that Bodie wanted to bring him into the gang. And this, by just exposing him, doesn't seem like the way to, I don't know. It it didn't I... make complete sense. Yeah. So they're they're robbing the bank and everybody's down on the floor and this is you know Bodie goes rogue and he doesn't do his normal time the he vault he, he goes to, to the vault. vault he gets greedy do whatever they want Terry also that's, vault that's Terry the one. Have Terry yeah. a little yeah. inside I know Terry is my favorite improv name but I know I said Phyllis but Phyllis and Terry is the same name <laughs> yeah. And maybe banks are different, but from my personal bank experience, the vault does not include just like shelves of money that are just like shelves. Maybe if you have like a fancy vault of some kind, I, that's a lot of money to keep at a bank. And I don't necessarily do that because um, yeah. there's a lot of money going in and out of banks because like, mm-hmm. they don't keep that much money in the bank. Well, um, I want to say a lot of the titles on the banks were like, securities Maybe. in an exchange or I, I, don't I don't know i don't know so there's a there turns out there's an undercover cop laying on the floor and he's who's gonna, a freaking idiot a, he yeah. is an idiot that bank security guard has the right number here's the thing like look around at the arsenal like yeah. these guys have like automatic weapons like forget it just yeah. stop yeah so dumb yeah so yeah they the cops come and they arrest johnny and um and then Angela punches the commissioner in the face. <laughs> he punches the scrub guy in the face. Like he doesn't he still, even have a retirement date. He still gets what he wants to take Johnny in himself. It's so um, weird. It's amazing. And then, like in the runner, in the rummer for my dumber, is that like Johnny Utah, as they're driving away, they've been driving for how long? A half an hour. And then Johnny Utah is like, I know where they're going. And Angela's, I thought you did. It's like, what direction did you drive your car in? And then they, they do a U-turn. Oh, yeah. To the Santa Monica airport. Because Tyler's going to die way. in an hour. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Ugh. So they, they pull up to the plane and they're they're packing up everything. Um, this and- is where I started to get fatigued with the shootouts. I'm like, there's a lot sure. of shootouts. Okay. This could be the Gary end. Gary B gets shot in the back. I know. It's sad. Each time I'm like, maybe he'll pull through. Maybe it's not as bad 
as it seems from I remember yeah. and it always is he no. is not gonna make it I know and here's what I'll say it's almost a little bit of king akin to like Rufio's death and hook where it's like it's a big deal but it doesn't I don't know it feels like the movie doesn't really pay homage quite to it because like uh what like I felt it was just like Rufio's death where you're like really we're just gonna move on and we're going up in another airplane like what's well, going then on it's so sad because it's like man this was not worth it for angelo like having getting Nothing. saddled with johnny utah as a partner was the worst thing that ever happened to him. it was all johnny utah's fault yes he completely distracted him you know um, yeah it's like yeah. except we can't arrest him like fuck off just shoot him like you're too involved <laughs> yeah totally so the plane goes up and johnny's on board and that poor man who's already dying and like Roach. Uh, he's not a poor man. He's part of Roach. Roach. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, that's right. And Johnny it is Roach, and, yeah. he, and and not and, and Bodie just like puts a pack on him and pushes him out of the airplane. Like he's gotta be just dead floating through the air. He was alive enough to pull the ripcord. Yeah, I think so. he was alive. And, and then, then he died. I, I think he died on impact, which is not that much impact, but he was like dying. Super. Oh, I, I yeah. did enjoy. He wasn't going to make it. When Keanu Reeves is like, you're cold because you're dying, Roach. You're going to be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up, man. <laughs> <laughs> like he deserves that. That fucker. Yeah. Um, but then I also like when Roach is pushed out of the airplane right before he says, see in hell, John. Like, yeah, he probably will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he sells the hell out of that line. I it's love it. so oh, I good. It's so good. I want someone to say that to me. <laughs> they fall out of airplane, see in hell. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, he probably would have had enough energy to stick the landing. But he's like, nope, I want to really use a lot of energy for this line. And totally. who cares if I die? Totally. So Johnny, I want to say, I just oh. feel like I need to interject that I was hanging out with a, a pod friend, Megan S that was talking about her friend, Beth F Phil, who I think, you know, sure. and apparently yeah, yeah, Beth F during quarantine has um, taken up the hobby of writing good friends, death threats and just sending them to them. And it's like a thrill <laughs> to get in the mail. And I kind of want to get on the list. I'm like, I want to get a death threat. Well, I'm adding that. that to my list of things I don't to be afraid of. <laughs> my friends threatening my life. <laughs> Getting so bored that they decide, hey, murdering Bridget. My list is like a Santa Claus list of scroll. It's just okay. so many things. Oh and my then, goodness. Yeah, another thing I to be afraid of is just being so crazy you jump out of a plane without a parachute because you uh, think you're a flying it. squirrel. I, I always it. wondered, like, first of all, you jump out with like, the Joker's gun from Batman. It's the longest gun it's in so the long. world. So it's so silly. long. So yeah. silly. And it's like, I always wondered as a kid, it's like, man, how many seconds do you have to decide that? Because you've got to like, zoop, like you've got to be good enough to like pinhole yourself to catch up with somebody and, who jumped on a plane before you. And hope they're not going fast too. Right. Yeah, because Patrick Swayze, if he wanted to, I mean, he's such a cool dude. That he's probably just trying to save Johnny Utah's life. But like, yeah, he could pinhole himself and just, yeah, zip, zip around, zip away. He could pull his chute. The minute he saw him coming towards him, he could just pull his chute. I guess he didn't. He kind of ambushed him. But. Yeah. So they have one more. Skybushed. One more bout. Speaking of skybush, sky they have one more bout of sex in the air. <laughs> um, Bridget, that was really good. 
<laughs> we need to take a pause. That was milliseconds, milliseconds. That was Thank good. you. They, they are clinging to each other, crotch to crotch. And, uh, is it crotch to crotch? Maybe it's butt to crotch. Yeah. 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 It is. It's, um, yeah. yeah I was say like, 69, they have like a fight 66. over who's going to pull the shoot and he's got to drop the gun. If he's going to pull the shoot. Uh, and it turns out that he drops the gun, right? And he... Do you guys think that if you did this, like, I mean, it's a good point because if he, if he pulls, if he pulls the shoot, then he like lets go both hands and he needs both hands to like, you know, be saved with him. But like, do you think if you did this, even without a gun, that you could hold on to somebody tight enough that if their parachute went up, you could hold on to them and be saved as well? You haven't been my roommate for, um, recent enough time because you would have been. known that those uh worst case scenario books does that it I, say it it does did you get a this. new one no oh, this it. was one that was in there you were just too busy reading surfing Ma- or that one article about surfing all the time um, yeah, exactly or anyways, like uh, notes from jeff y that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no basically you can't hang on with your hands you have to put your arms through the 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 straps and then you'll probably still dislocate Break both your arms shoulders. right i think yeah. maybe you know that you're saying this i maybe have read this before um uh, and this is a question that all of us have from 1991 because you're like could you do it could it work but no you you cannot just hold on with your hands you will no the jolts yep you've insane. got to like strap an arm through and it'll probably do <sighs> because you're not positioned right it'll be bad and then what's terrifying and i'm sure a list on your fear bridget is like pulling the chute so close to the ground that you crash violently they're dead Dead. they are dead and they're broken like i guess the the reality in this movie is that johnny utah like breaks his legs like i don't know like what actually happens i assume just like in movie universe he just re-injured his ligament that's good been snapped away to to join Tyler, who was dropped off in a negligee. Um, who now doesn't... forgives him totally? Like, well, I just think she's go. Traumatized. Right. And this is what I'm saying about Tyler. After this scene, Tyler goes up to Seattle and works at the world's worst SeaWorld. I hope she does. And <laughs> I think she does. We don't know what happened a, to her. And I yeah. hope she just leaves him after she felt safe enough, finally, after being kidnapped and tortured. Um, not cool. It's not yeah. cool. Hundred percent, they're not together anymore. No, no, that was a question I had, but yeah, no, they're not. So and then yeah. Patrick's Patrick Sweezy is just like all smiles. He's like meeting with Rosie. Is like, hey man, what's up? <laughs> okay. We did it. We really we did it. Did it. We left. We lost all of our gang. They're all dead Tyler we fucked up this relationship with one of our friends who wasn't our friend but was our friend and now you know it's the worst and now we're on the lamb forever it's two-way split man yeah terrible yeah Yeah. and then and then my next note is denim on denim which is Keanu Reeves in Australia which I think isn't in Australia and I was listening to this other podcast a couple years ago that was talking about this and they were Australian women that were saying you could tell it's not Australia because of the trees on the beach or something but the news told us we were in Australia that is on the true. radio <laughs> and the accent of the characters yeah. i let him go you he let him go 
we'll get him when he comes back in. Oh my God. Calm <laughs> down. Coming back in. There's a perfect storm hanging off the coast. Oh we gosh. also know that time has passed because Johnny Utah's hair is long. Did they say how much time? Because I was calculating the hair growth. That's how we're supposed to know, right? <laughs> they switch enough? haircuts. <laughs> Patrick well, yeah. Swayze's clothes cropped. It's so funny. It's yeah. mainly because it was they filmed this six months later and they were both uh Keanu was doing, I think, Bill and Ted's number two he's not as fit like he looks different and then um patrick swayze uh doing some some other movie um ghost no that that had come out before this um interesting some movie i didn't recognize but wow they filmed it six months later yeah interesting huh okay so yeah like it it turns out that johnny's been chasing chasing bodie all around the world and uh they have this another bout of sex they have a wet water fight um and with with kinky handcuffs go on (laughs) which i I just want to get this conversation out of the way that that this was the scene that we did um for at one of the the peace worker retreats non-consensual yeah (laughs) it was not asked for but we gave it and we were both in grad school at the time and we spent hours like d- making our own surfboards. Oh on Made our own surfboards. I borrowed a wetsuit at the time. I had an FBI badge. I had handcuffs. Phil had a rad wig, and Phil yeah. made playlists. I thought about wearing it for uh, you should this have. Talk. Yeah, you might be. And um, Phil made a playbill, which is available on our Facebook page, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And here's what I'm gonna say, Phil. When bummer which i'll never accept uh you move to the netherlands i am going to the bwi and or dulles airport and i am reenacting <laughs> as your plane takes off <laughs> nice nice and i'm serious so yeah no no yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh thank you both for sharing that uh so bodie you know he he asks if he could have one more adventure and he goes into a giant wave and cgi or something no it's real it's this this is a real like big wave surfer that did this oh Uh, for real but there's like that weird close-up of his face where he's like falling like ah and it's clearly weird i think they like cgi cgi'd his face to it but i was reading on the facts that the big wave surfer like did this to show that he didn't want to come back and it's like Man, if you if you want to die on your last like wave, you want to ride it for a little bit. He dives he... immediately. Yes, that was in rewatch, and we watched this a couple of years ago at New Year's. But like in the rewatch, I remember thinking like, "What a shitty wave to die on!" Like that's what. And granted, like he's trying to kill himself, I suppose, because he can't be caged, man. Even though Bodhi seems like. Cage. Yeah. Bodhi seems like exactly the person that has been caged and came up with this philosophy. I'm like, this guy seems like yeah. he has been in prison, but yeah. like it, like I, yeah, as a kid, I was like ultimate great. And then like, I think once you see footage of big wave surfers and how like intensely amazing and how long that ride can be as, as high stakes as it is, you're like, what was he doing? Like he yeah. just, he was not prepared for that. It was the worst of <laughs> waves, which had me this time thinking like, Oh, like, was he trying to pick a wave that would kill him? Wow. Also, you ride can't, one and then go you, back out. They can't get him. You can't anyway. paddle into big waves. It's, it's why no one was really doing it way back in the day. You need to be towed in. 
Mm. So then uh, Johnny walks away and he tosses his FBI badge into a lake. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Splish bash. It just goes yeah. plopping The rain into goes on and off. Yeah, the weather is unpredictable. They're like, how do we film this in waves? Time it and just, just throw it in a puddle or a lake, you know? It'll work. It was a puddle, like a, not an ocean puddle. It was. It's interesting because the, I'm sorry, I'm going back to it where like he says, like, you know, you waited all this time and now it's all closed out, right? Where it's like, is the, is the idea that like it's not, I, I, everybody's, no one wants to surf it. It's terrible. But the wave they showed, he could have surfed, but he just fails. I don't know. It's such a strange ending in that way. Cause it had me thinking like, if it was unrideable, then he could have just killed himself on the wave. But as a kid, I always thought like, he just wants the ultimate and he's like paying the ultimate price, which is like, if you big wave surf, you take one wave and then you die, which is insane. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to think about it more. Yeah. Aww. And then Keanu Reeves joins the LAPD and meets Sandra Bullock. Oh, speed, speed and speed yeah. and speed. <gasps> Yay. And that's the movie. Mm. We job, are right on time. We're not going long at all. Oh man. I think you're lying. I am lying. We're okay. we're past the timer. Um, oh my goodness. Okay. Let's let's keep going then. Uh, any other questions? I don't have any. Um, I watched this in two parts without a without a pal, but that was okay. I can always watch this by myself. The one I had uh, from Nora was that: uh, Is it reasonable to expect that Johnny would have gotten as good as he did at surfing in the time he had? Um, well, part of me is like he's never really good. Yeah, he's not that yeah. great anyway. But I think um, if you're athletic and you have no fear, then you could just get out there and keep doing it, you know? I think there's some people that just can get up on a surfboard easier than others. I think from the footage they show, I think the footage they show is possibly realistic of where he could have gotten. He could not have gotten to the point where for those guys riding the same wave with him would have been, like, super fun. But that's kind of the fun of surfing is, like, you can be out there together and, like, doesn't really matter what you're yeah. doing, I suppose. But like he wouldn't have been able to go where those guys were going, I suppose. Right. I would I would think I'd be surprised. Hmm. Oh, for sure. Know. For sure. All right. How about our Hummers, Bombers and Hummers? Um, Pull up your movie you pick. Let's start off with the worst and build up. So let's go with our Bummers first. Uh, I'll, I'll do mine and I think it'll, it may mm. copy some of y'all's mine is going to be Rosie. Um, mm. this fucking psychopath. Why would you want to <laughs> hang out with him? We get introduced to him. He's like, just hanging out alone <laughs> by the fire, just sticking his leg in there, you know, like using his knife to like break open the lighter fluid. He is a loon that would be like the worst person to hang out with. And and then we already went into how Patrick Swayze is like, oh, you know, I think the line is he has this gift. He's just, he's so blankness without emotion. Yeah. Bl this blankness. Gift he can just gut her like man. a pig. And it's like, once you set him in motion, it's just an, it's a crazy speech that he gives. Go ahead. Sorry, Phil. And he should end that with like, this is why like, I don't hang out with him. It's because of all those things, but it's like, no, he's the only person you're hanging out with. you, you basically went on this sort of like road movie with him and after this movie and it just sounds awful and I hate him and no one would want to hang out with him. And it bums me out that Bodhi did. 
Yeah. And we should say the actor that plays Rosie is the guy from Oz. Oh, yeah. Which, which is guy so from, also bizarro. Or as I was thinking, if you guys or anyone watches High Maintenance, he's this guy who's in a this orgy group. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're on bummers, right? No. Yeah, we're on bummers. bummers. I'm going to go. So my bummer is a specific bummer. And like, I love Laurie Petty. Um, and I love her in this movie, Laurie Pitty. So my bummer, though, is from her. And I think it's just because it detracts from her character a little bit where the min- the the way that Bodhi is introduced in this movie is Laurie Petty saying, like, that's Bodhi. Bodhi Safa. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I like yeah. threw up yeah. in my home, like her, like reverence <laughs> for this asshole that has told people to call him bodhisattva because he you know whatever studied abroad in delhi like i can't uh, yeah so like that that idea and then like and then you learn that they've been together so it's just even this more like this weird pedestal situation and it just grosses me out. i wish it wasn't in the movie so or even like uh, Bodhi's introduction where he sneaks up behind her, grabs her, kisses, kisses her on the, the mouth. mouth. What the It's F, very man? much like uh, my best friend's wedding. It's like, oh no, we made out before. Therefore, I get to always Forever. kiss you on the mouth. Yeah. And it just bleeds into the misogyny that she's there to serve the whole movie and I'm not into it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think I'll just, I have a few, but I think I'm going to go with the cop on the floor of the bank robbery because mm. he just was trying to like stand up for what's right in his mind. This is not, it just, it's sad to me that he just died so quickly and so intensely. And like, I think it's maybe a metaphor for all of the violence in the movie. You guys know I'm not very a big fan Mm -hmm. of of violence. Um, But yeah, that like he thought he was going to do the right thing and save people and it just backfired so quickly. But it, Let's let's go to don't hate on my bummer. Let's go to dumbers. Um, (laughs) A first of all, there's so many dumbers I had lost to choose from, like Bodie leaving the gun in the plane before he jumps out. Just chunk it out the window. Um, But mine is going to be in retaliation to yours. My dumber is going to be this jackass police off duty police person. There's like 40. This bank Mm. is full of people. And he has one little handgun and like rent a cop next to him. And they're going to take out like five armed people. Like even if it goes perfectly and he does like perfect shots, bystanders are going to get killed. Yeah, it's just I get that his intention was there, but it's just read the room, man. And uh, don't do it. He was trying to be brave. Um. I have a specific dumber that like, maybe it's like a dumber bummer, but like, I just, I just think I can't imagine Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves liked doing this where when um, Angela is finally, they're back at the station talking about this theory that he has about how they're surfers. And at the end, they jump on their desks (laughs) and they're like, and Angela does the worst impression of a surfer accent. I mean, like he, Gary Busey can't do it. It's like, okay, totally. Like he basically does an Alan Rickman impression. (laughs) And then they jump on their desk and they just go like, whoa, until Catherine Bigelow edits it. And I hate it. 
Like, why would you do that at your own office? I just think it's like so humiliating and I can't, I don't know. They were drinking beers, so they were drunk, I think. I guess, I hope so. Maybe if they were drunk, that explains it and it went over my head, but I can't imagine the actors liked it very much. And I don't know, I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm torn between like the fact that the sheets are black and you shouldn't have that. And that's pretty dumb. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But also here's the thing. Jumping out of an airplane without a parachute is dumb. (laughs) It is so dumb. If you wish to live, if you wish to die, not dumb, I guess, but I'm going to, I'm just going to say that's really dumb. Pretty dumb. It's my dumber. That's, that's a good dumber. Yeah. Um, Hummers. Um, So many. But I mean, mine is such a specific Mm-hmm. It's like one quick camera shot. And I always, it's, it's so large in my brain. And each time I watch the movie, I forget how quick a shot it is. And it is um, right during the sort of morning surf where uh, Johnny Utah realizes that they're, they are the ghosts that he's been tracking. And it's Bodhi who's going and he just turns to the camera and throws up his arm is like, yeah. And it, he has so much energy and love of <laughs> yeah. surfing in this one moment. Totally. And it it's such like, it encapsulates the whole thing. It's just got such like 90s energy to it. It's in slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that just one clip. Um, yeah, it's if if in the future we have little gifts that are on our headstones, I I want this one. Um, totally, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. My Hummer is, it's just gonna be. It's not Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves's aura. I think it's just how bad good he is, how committed he is. It's like a pleasure dumpster to watch. Yep. I was intri- I was just intrigued and tranced by it the entire time. It's so cheesy. It's so over the top and yet understated. Um, bravo. Bravo to Keanu Reeves. That yeah. is my Hummer. I, um, I mean, we're shouting out all the actors and like I'd already had a note about all the performances and that I, I had like written down several times in this in my notes that like I'm so glad Laurie Petty is in this movie because I don't know if I would have related to it as much if there hadn't been like a rad female. But my Hummer, I think is I'm not going to say Gary Busey, but I'm going to say Angelo. Okay. Angelo's energy when fake looking for a kid or fake looking for a dog <laughs> I think is awesome and oh, I, he's yeah. such a good improviser like when he finds him in the shower and he's like you see a kid like sp- like steal my radio and it's like he just like switches immediately and then when he's like looking for his dog Scooby I'm like that guy's like good man he looks like a disheveled old man looking or middle-aged man looking <laughs> for his dog yeah. i do buy it and i feel like i don't know i just think like angelo in general like gary Busey as angelo is pretty rad and that specifically so that's my hummer nice good job yeah. nolte <laughs> all right yeah. hats off to nick nolte Out- uh, outfits well, Philip, it's it's your birthday, so I can talk about your mm. outfit okay. since you're the birthday king. Um, and since you're wearing a, a pair of black um, pleated dress pants, uh, a la Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. with a tank top tucked into them, that literally. has literally, which has <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> on the front, it has all of the ex-presidents on surfboards um, wearing their masks. And then underneath it says, it says Mount Rush more. <laughs> I like it. Because it's all about, I can tell it's all about the rush. You want yeah. more of the rush mm -hmm. um, from the surfing. It's really nice. Um, and then, yeah, I just like that on your head, um, you're, you've a thick, it's very dramatic, but this sort of like 3D sculpture of a lawnmower with your face very close to it <laughs> dramatically the entire but time. But it doesn't phase me, it doesn't you know. It doesn't phase you, you're fine. Uh, but like Bravo, really well executed. Nice job. Well, Bridget, um, I love that you were donning a backpack with a parachute on the back and it just has this question mark, which is <laughs> of course a fear that you didn't know you had. Oh like, will it be a good pack or not? No. Um, and then you have one of those sweatshirts that you can buy on, on the mall in DC or anywhere, which um, this just in are actually illegal, but no one has the resources to enforce it that says FBI and it looks official. Um, and then under it, it just says undercover, 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 <laughs> undercover. And I love it. <laughs> you would Thank think you. that that would hurt her chances of being undercover. You would think. Um, no, it yeah. makes me more undercover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie, I, I like that you're wearing a tank top in uh, solidarity and um, it that it says, you know, I only live to get radical. And then it That's has the little square root symbol because mm. you're a huge math nerd. Because um, <laughs> that means it's a radical number. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. I love yep. it. For some reason, um, when Patrick Swayze like talks about the meth heads, it's like, yeah, they don't like get into the spiritual side of uh, surfing. They just they just live to get radical. It's like that would make a great nerdy T-shirt. And to, you're, live and to get you're radical. And I got yeah. it and I bought it up. And and then of course you are uh, wearing Anthony Kiedis's like haircut where it's like <laughs> shaved, braided, and long all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And it's it's crazy. Yeah, um, it is nuts. But I committed to it for this yeah, podcast. So so thanks. Ugh. I do love like when Johnny Utah is like interrogating Bodie about like when he's convinced that Anthony Kiedis's gang are like the the bad guy, the, the bank robbers, which like I have a friend that like I was I was told the story about her in a taxi cab kind of interrogating this guy as he's anyway started rattling. Just don't don't say that you're doing something illegal to an FBI agent. But <laughs> when um bring when, it back, Katie, what's ah! going on <laughs> when um. Keanu Reeves is like um, when he's like, I think I think does it Patrick says he said they're in the radical shit. They're in like crazy shit. And um, Keanu Reeves is like like illegal shit. And Patrick says he's like, I don't know, <laughs> 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 which is true. It's like, why would he know that? He's like, I don't know. Maybe like what? Like what the fuck are you asking? Like, it's just so funny. And it's just like such like a um, yeah, Keanu Reeves just like showing too much of his hand being like, I'm an FBI agent. Yeah. I want to know if they're doing something illegal. So would you wear a wire? Not that I'm a cop, but I'm just, you know, seeing if you'd <laughs> yeah. wear a wire. Uh. Totally. Anyway, yes. All right, Philip, you start us. Yeah. Is this movie for real? So is it for real? And this goes back to Nora L's second question is why do I like this movie so much? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, is Nora L's question why does... 
fill up like this movie yeah. or why does Nora out? Oh, bummer. Okay. And she, she enjoys it, but she's also curious why. Had she seen it before? Yeah. She saw it once newly pregnant and like not feeling so great. Probably. She definitely fell asleep during parts of it. And yeah. so for this time she was like, Oh, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. I bet. And she enjoyed those <laughs> scenes that um, she's a trooper. She, she saw for the first time, Nora uh, but no, she's curious on why. Philip S. Mm-hmm. Um, loves this movie so much. And I mean, it, there's a certain type of this sort of 90s uh, cop movie that, I don't know, I just love the genre. There's so many yes. tropes that are in it. And then this one's sort of taken up to 11. Like I said, everything is a little bit tongue in cheek from just the the bromance, the sort of rival cop pairings, you know, the, the asshole uh, chief of police and, and all these things. It, so it, it comes in. I mean, it, it's the whole thing with like a hot fuzz of how it like sends up all these tropes, which I love that movie as well. Um, but I mean, just the nineties veneer that's on this is amazing. And, uh, and Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, mainly Patrick Swayze. He's, they're, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Totally. Lori Petty as well. Like I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's for real. It was always gonna be. I thought for you were gonna real. do a bait and switch. I was nope. like waiting nope, for the. Sorry, but I, I forgot that I had to like say it officially. Philip S says this movie's for real. Nice. Who who should go next? Um, let's go, Bridget. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat around the sex. Airbush. I'm just gonna say <laughs> that I don't I love it. <laughs> I think that Skybush. Skybush. Sky I bush. think sex airbush is great. So we we all have these different categories and ways that which we define for real, right? And the same like a movie can be for real in a different category. And so for the row row spoko row, like <laughs> this this movie is for real. It is awful in some ways and wonderful in other ways i was not bored i was engaged i was entertained i was like laughing a lot at how keanu reeves just exists in the world and like orders a cheeseburger or just like ties his shoes everything about him is a delight um so i'm just gonna yeah i'll say it's for real but you you gotta know what you're diving into so to speak literally yeah um it was good that Bridget went second because I won't bury the lead of, yes, I, Katie L, also think this movie is for real. It's one of my favorites, so I don't know. I just, like, don't think I'm approaching it with objectivity. And, like, there is some misogyny. Like, the Lori yep. Betty plot line about her getting kidnapped yeah. is a real bummer. Yeah. Like, that friendship. Like, if it's it huge. were to be remade, which it was, which, like, is the, like... The second Point Breaker, the remake, is literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I saw uh, Dream a Little Dream. And it <laughs> it's really, really bad. It's kind of unwatchable. You're just like, this is a commercial that I'm watching for two hours. Um, but if they were to remake it again, I think they would probably cast more women and do, a, do better by them. But like, I do think there's something about this movie where you can tell it's like a like a female director or Catherine Bigelow. And like, I really like the cinematography. I feel like it kind of holds up even like the, the shots. Yeah. Like I like that they take time to show people surfing and skydiving. Patrick Swayze is like such a delight and so charming. And like Bridget, what you're saying, the Keanu Reeves of it all is so amazing. And to add to certain things of just like 
the heist trope and like surfing and Quantico and all of it. Like it just like was really definitive for me, but like it just encapsulates this like action without being being as much of a circle jerk as some films can be today. Um, I just love it. And I, and it's like a two hour film, but like I've, I'm yeah. always engaged the whole time. And even just like the masks and like the theater of it all. And somehow you're still rooting for Patrick Swayze at the end. And I just love it. Um, so I think it's for real. They could probably shave off like 15 to 20 minutes and make it of a little bit tighter. Meat, the meatball of Angela ordering a meatball sandwich. Oh, I like that. No, a lot. that stays. That stays. <laughs> what would you take it, out? Like, I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just curious. There was at least 50 minutes of skydiving. And I know, I know why you like it, but I still was like, there's the second really... skydiving. There's two skydiving scenes yeah, too. I know. And it yeah. was like a little, yeah. Yeah. They were close or like, together. They could have taken out the, airport shootout somehow i don't know yeah i that yeah. scene that scene lost me but they had to have nick Nolte that scene die. like like yeah. screamed of like narcos or something it was a little too like this seems sure. like another film and like and that scene you're like why aren't they all wearing bulletproof vests like they're all just gonna yep, die exactly. like yeah. it's nuts so yeah also so i want to because you sort of mentioned i want to pitch to you and i know you're gonna say yes so we they'd make another remake <laughs> that's gender swapped with mm. the cast of the descent Yes. <laughs> Mixed in with probably some characters from Blue Crush or something. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm there tomorrow and I would love to do anything. With I that would. Film. That's a really good point. And maybe like, I know our podcast is already five hours, but maybe we do have yeah. that as like a conversation every now and again. Like, what would this movie be like if it was completely cast with a different sex? Like, I, I have to say there's like, Katie said Lori Petty held her interest because there was a female character. But yeah, like there's it's really hard to watch a movie where you don't see anything in it for yourself. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah. this would not have appealed to me one bit as a kid. Um, and and, it, it, and I watch it. To- I, I considered myself as a professional surfer as well, a child. Right, so right. I like saw myself in it. But I, I know what you mean. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Like you got to yeah. see yourself somewhere and like. But I did, I did like Lori Petty. All right. Speaking of that, are you ready for my song? Yes. This yes. is my this is my ode to Lori Petty. nice so good so you didn't want to go with the credits song i think sung by rat no um the music in this movie was terrible this movie did not have good songs to parody no No, i agree i was like they didn't even have any red hot chili pepper songs in this movie yeah you would think i looked i waited for the whole credits to see if they had any red hot chili pepper songs i was like come on come on come on well philip Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks Happy for taking birthday. this uh, this wave ride with me. Yeah, dude. Hang time. I guess you just still call it a ride. A regular ride. I yeah. want to say we waited till the summer to do this film. But I will say a little bit of a dumber of this movie is that in LA, the best time to start oh. is the winter. So that hey. the whole premise that they're they're like surfing in LA in the summer to go surf somewhere else in the winter. 
it's ridiculous. Well, because I was thinking, does summer ever end in LA? Are there different? Yes. I assumed it's the same season the whole time. It does, but, but like, it, know. you know, the weather it's changes, not. but the surf is better in the winter. So it's like silly. The for them sun to be is there in the very, summer. very different. You can have a 60 degree day in both the winter and the summer, and it feels entirely different here. I know that's like a very okay. Southern California thing to June, say. June gloom and May gray. Am I right? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. We're still in it, man. I know. It's like my seasonal affect disorder. June gloom in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh as like I'm just watching you guys like being covered in cicadas, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, suckers. Till next time. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Toodaloo. <laughs>